the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the Thursday edition of The Ride Home uh, on terrestrial radio at 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D, or uh, streaming on Facebook, uh, 101.5 Word FM on Facebook as well. Kath, good to see you. Nice to see you today, John. You're very spring-like today. I tried. Very, very nice. I tried to be like a spring flower-esque theme. Yes, well, you've succeeded Mm -hmm. quite well. Beautiful. Very nice. Thank you. Lovely. Um, end of the world. Some people are saying this is it. This is day four of the shutdown of the country. Right. And uh, four isolation. days in, people are like, apocalypse now. <laughs> four days in. Doesn't make you have a lot of confidence for the four-week mark, but that's okay. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're going to figure it, it out as we go along, we'll right? take it okay. one day at a time. Sure. One day at a time. Uh, I watched uh, President Trump's uh, – what I appreciate about uh, President Trump, that he's been doing daily press yeah. briefings, which today went on for more than an hour. Which, you know, okay, we're going to air it out. Everyone's going to be up to date. I kept walking through the room and it was still going. Yeah. I do, however, miss uh, Dr. I, I miss Dr. Anthony Fauci. Where, where is Fauci? I don't know. I haven't seen Fauci. I've not seen him, but he's always been sort of a calming. I bet Fauci's working. Who's the woman I like so Dr. much? Dr. Deborah Britt. I uh, love her. Birix or Brix. Br- something like that. B-I-R-X. Very nice. Yeah, so uh, I watched this, and I also heard some really shocking figures. Last week, uh, in the state of Ohio, this is just a, a, the figure that came out. In the state of Ohio, their unemployment claims, 7,000, I'm sorry, 6,500 people filed for unemployment last week. This week, 78,000. Oh, my gosh. 6,500 last week, 78,000 this week. Of course, the president is putting together a gigantic stimulus package. He's asking for more than a trillion dollars, with a capital T, trillion dollars. It looks like as though uh, right now we're going to get at least a $1,000 check every taxpayer in this country, and perhaps even more. Uh, There's good news, I believe, on the fronts of uh, battling the coronavirus. Yes. The federal government is ramping up, and there's production on ventilators, respirators, uh, all all manner of things to know that as this virus comes upon us, that uh, we have the resources in place. I have confidence in the government doing this. Mm -hmm. Now, what about the Christians who are saying this is the end of the world? Right. Uh, There are a lot of Christians who are – well – I don't know if there are a lot of Christians. Right. There's an there's a subset of Christians that are saying right now the people though who are invested in what with end times prophecy mm-hmm. right those people I'm, I saw an article uh, at CT at Christianity Today a guy by the name of Chuck Pierce he calls himself a um, apostolic apostolic prophet an apostolic prophet perhaps <laughs> that too just here to help. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> that too. Uh, depending on how you say, it. <laughs> don't say it like I said it. 
depending the, on how you want to pronounce it, the, whether you want to use phonetics or not. Because <laughs> you might not want to, yeah. which is fine. I'm just going for it. I see it on the paper. John, I, go, I love you the way you are. <laughs> I'm just going for it. Hey, I brought a pair of rubber gloves here. Oh, yeah. You brought me a pair of rubber gloves, but I left mm-hmm. them in my office. I think it. Uh, I think these are becoming a necessity. Have you worn yours yet? Well, considering I'm sitting here live on the air without them, the You're answer is worn, no. But not throughout. I mean, I gave them to you today. When when were you thinking I was going to wear them? I don't know. You went down the men's room. Well, here's the thing. Room. Okay, if I come into work and wash my hands, let's think through this. Okay, yeah. I've washed my hands. Yeah. And then I put a pair of gloves on. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to be doing all the th- same things with gloves that I would be doing without gloves. Right. And so now my gloves are dirty. So w- I'm not sure how that's protecting it, any right. of us. Here's, uh, I appreciate that thought because that's also – I thought, well, I'm going to put the gloves on. Then I thought, you know, what if my hands get sweaty? Oh, I know what they do. They put talcum powder in the gloves. Well, apparently someone just settled a multi-billion dollar lawsuit because talcum powder gives you cancer. Great. So, <laughs> I'm going to get cancer, right, putting the get... talcum powder in, and then I'm going to wear the gloves. Right. Uh, so you're going to wear the gloves right now? I'm going to give it a try. I think you should try it at least once, right? Okay. okay. Great. Oh, this is going to work. This is working well. Great. John has big hands. These are now size extra small I gloves, did. right? There we go. Okay, can I tell you a reason why I'm optimistic about things? Hey, please tell me. Well, there was an article in the uh, PG last night yep. about three people from a local church who had tested positive for the coronavirus yep. and were in significant recovery. And this was earlier I'm, in the month, I'm right? I'm telling this you, happened. yes, this happened weeks ago. This is what we need to hear yeah. when uh, our favorite policeman, should I say he's our favorite policeman? We have a lot of favorite policemen. Oh, yeah, anyway, sure. the policeman we had on our show last. Jay Warner Wallace. Jay Warner Wallace was here, and he said that the fear level in America, he believes, will decrease when each one of us either knows or reads about 50 people who have gotten the virus and recovered. Right. And once we realize that that's the majority of people, then we will enter into a different space emotionally and Excellent. psychologically. Anyway, I felt like I was in a different space emotionally and psychologically after I read that. It also put me in a different sphere, which I'd been talking about for a while, which is one of those people at East Liberty is a friend of mine. Okay, so this is public knowledge. It's in today's Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Uh, Pastor Paul Roberts. Eastminster Presbyterian Church. It's right across from uh, Lowe's. I mean, sorry, from Home Depot. Right, right? in, in East Liberty. Liberty. Big, gigantic. It's a historic old church here in the city of Pittsburgh. Apparently, a couple of worshipers showed up from Colorado early in March. Pastor Paul was there as the pastor. I think he greeted them. They made some physical contact. There's two people from Colorado. They were ill. Pastor Paul was ill. Uh, however, they recognized it early on enough. Somehow a test was done. And the good news is they're all on the road to recovery. You guys, we are praying for you. We're super yeah. excited that you're feeling better than you were. So that's one person we yeah, know. So that's so I've known Paul for a long time. He's I a terrific love guy. Paul. Been on our show several. Yeah. Love Paul. And I'm sorry to hear he's ill, but I'm rejoicing in the fact that he's improving. And so remember I said it's gonna things are gonna change when we start to know people who have it. Well, there you go. Now I know someone who has it. Exactly. Okay, so uh, anyway, I feel like things. Are, I feel like we should be optimistic. Well, I, I because think... because we know people who are who are getting it, who are recovering. We are we are completely flooded with information about how to be clean, how to mm-hmm. do the best we can. I think people in Pittsburgh are being responsible about it. And John Hall's wearing gloves. One glove, just one. <laughs> And you got two choices here. I'm going to use these as a prop. Two choices. Why are you you, what's the that? other glove? <laughs> I like to live dangerously. 
Because they're, I imagine they're paying to get off. My I mean, optimism is shot. No, no. Look, look. You can either live in deep fear and dread every encounter along the way. Yeah. Right. Or you can, especially as believers, you put your faith in Jesus Christ. You show up. You do the next right thing. Yeah. Right. You're putting that on backwards. And. Uh, <laughs> This is not good. Hit your button. All right. Okay. Oh, I got a new button here today. Coming up next, uh, Matt Smethurst back with us from the Gospel Coalition. He's going to talk about the secret to living well mm-hmm. in a scary world. That's what we got, so let's figure out how to navigate it well. I don't think... Th- there we go. Hey, okay, you that's the, the music now. All right. Happy to have you along. Oh, be- check us out. We're streaming uh, 101.5 Word FM on Facebook, all right? I'll answer you as we go along. Nice to have you with us. WORD. Hope during trials. That's what we're studying this week as Dr. J. Vernon McGee begins our study of 1 Peter with an important introduction to the book and the man who wrote it. Throughout history, some have called Peter an ignorant fisherman, but we'll discover just how wrong they are as we dig into some of the most significant doctrines in our faith as we study his writings. This is Steve Schwetz inviting you to come along as we make our way through the Bible. This evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. This Lenten season, Bistro to Go is breaking with tradition to keep tradition alive. For the first time ever, Bistro to Go on the north side has fried something. Crispy, flaky, tasty white fish fried a perfect golden brown just for you and your family. Get four for 44. That's four portions of fish fried or baked plus mac and cheese and coleslaw for just 44 bucks. Order an hour ahead and Bistro to Go will have it hot and ready for curbside pickup straight to your trunk. Feed a family of four for 44 with bistroandcompany.com. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us, or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Salem Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6th, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash alaska. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. Do you currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing, has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800-741-5929. We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929. Fear, 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 fear. I hear that 
sound in my face, in my head, working its way through. You know what someone said to me on Sunday? Hmm. My friend Greg. He said, you know, the thing to keep in mind is that we don't have any less control over our life and health than we had five years ago. Then why do I think I'm in control? Exactly. Exactly. I think that we're, we live because of all of our information, all of our technology, and all of our medicine. Like we have incredible control over our lives. And then when something like this happens, it knocks us back and we feel like we've lost it. Where the bottom line is God's in control of our day to day. He always has been. And we trick ourselves when we think something different. To be honest, really, there are times when I think about this, when I think about coronavirus, it overwhelms me. I feel, and I hate to say this in many ways, but it, you know, in, at 3 o'clock in the morning when you wake up, you feel fragile. You do. And the thing that's hard to accept is we are. Matt Smithhurst is with us. Matt is the managing editor of the Gospel Coalition. He's author of Before You Open Your Bible, Nine Heart Postures for Approaching God's Word. He wrote a wonderful piece at the Gospel Coalition called The Secret to Living Well in a Scary World. Matt, welcome back to the show. It's great to be back, John and Kathy. Yeah, Matt, always good to hear from you. You've written a terrific piece here, and you seem to agree with what I'm saying, that our ideas of control have been based on a lot of things that are around us, but the bottom line is we don't have nearly the control we think. That's right. It's like our modern world has given us um, an unprecedented sense of the illusion of control, uh, the, the kind of a simulated reality. Uh, we think of security systems and advanced medicine and organic food and, and everything available on the smartphone sitting next to you right now. And it seems like, at least on paper, we should have fewer fears yeah. than any generation before us, but that's obviously not the case. Right. Okay, so Matt, you, you talk about in, in your piece, The Secret to Living Well in a Scary World, that if you would have asked your neighbor 50 years ago, hey, uh, you know, what are you believing in? And, you, you know, uh, your neighbor would have said most likely, well, science, right? Because science, we're putting man on the moon and mm-hmm. all that, right? And now today, things have shifted. What do you believe in? Well, I believe in myself because I got this, right? I'm in control. I got my iPhone. I got my iPad. I can work remotely. Uh, I'll self, uh, uh, you know, I'll just c- cut myself off. I'm not going to get sick, and I don't need anything or anybody. As long as there's food in the refrigerator, I'm good to go. That's right. It's not that science has become irrelevant. I think people, many people still do look to science as a source of, of, uh, of truth, even absolute truth. Uh, however, what has changed, as, as you just mentioned, is that it is the, the modern self that has taken center stage. And so when it comes to our fears, that bodes very poorly for us, because if we are, as the the classic line says, the master of our fates and the captains of our soul, then that means that everything is riding on us. Right. And uh, that is a very scary place. It should be a very scary place for any human being uh, to find himself or herself. Right. Okay, so 3 o'clock in the morning, you wake up, and you ask this question so beautifully, how do you disentangle ourselves, us, from the fears that are never-ending? Well, I think we have to go to the true source of everything, not to science, not inside of ourselves, but to the one who sits on the throne. And we have to look at God and think about, okay, what is God like? And what does that have to do 
with my current situation and my very present fears. And I think that the more we we uh, look into the words of Scripture to find out what God is really like, the more we'll see resources for comfort and hope that are not flimsy, but that are real and enduring and are really the only thing that can um, keep us until the end. Matt Smethurst is with... <laughs> Matt, I have a hard time getting your name out. I apologize. Matt Smethurst is with us, managing editor of the Gospel Coalition and author of the books Before You Open Your Bible, Nine Heart Postures for Approaching God's Word, and a book he wrote on First and Second Thessalonians, a 12-week study. Uh, Matt, you write in your article that God can and God cares. Where did you hear that? I heard that from Dan Flynn, who was my college campus minister. He loved to say that, and as I've as I've grown older, I've come to see how much of life, how many of the problems of life can be explained and addressed through that simple rubric. God can yeah. because He is sovereign, and God cares because He is good. If, if we only had a God um, who was sovereign but not good, then I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. That would be a terrifying reality. Mm. But if we only had a God who um, who cared, but couldn't really do anything anything, about it, you know, despite his best intentions, that too would be a terrifying prospect. Okay, so then... But we have a God who is both. So then talk about how that's that's a different belief system than than others. Yeah, well, every other uh, worldview, philosophy, and certainly religion um, has some form, has some belief about the existence of God or ultimate reality. So if you you think about classic... uh, Protestant liberalism, liberal Christianity, theologically liberal Christianity, there's a sense in which they're offering a God who you could say is good, but is not great. He cares, but he can't. He, he's a nice buddy. He's an experienced life coach, even a world-class psychotherapist, but ultimately he's just the man upstairs. But if you think of other belief systems, um, for instance, Islam, uh, Islam certainly holds to the sovereignty of God. You could say it's a God who can, but it's not necessarily a God who cares. But in Christ, um, we we see the God who can and who cares. So, Matt, you wrote this piece a while ago before mm-hmm. the pandemic came upon us. Uh, clearly, this is the world that you live in. I mean... Yeah. You see that's what before us, you're, you're a Bible scholar. Um, so are you saying even in the midst of this chaos right now, most of the time you're not fearful? I'm fighting not to be fearful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I would be lying to you if I said that, that I, I, I don't have a, a, a low-grade fear kind of humming beneath the surface of my heart and, and my, my, my daily life. But um, to the degree... I am reminding myself of and resting in these truths we're talking about, I find a solid rock on which to stand and, and, and from which to to fight fear. And so as people listen and they're doing the same thing as you are with maybe um, better or worse results, what's an active thing? If people are sitting at home and they've got all this time, you suggest what to combat fear? Well, we have to, more than normal, we have to press ourselves into the words of life, in, in, in the Word of God, because we are inundated right now with noise. 
We are inundated with all kinds of hot takes, some helpful, some not so helpful. But frankly, the experience of perusing social media or news sites is is dizzying and is downright frightening if we are not also making sure that we are taking in um, words that are timeless, words that are mm-hmm. true, and words that will endure forever. That's right. Ancient truths. Those are the things that speak mm-hmm. to us in our current time. Mm-hmm. Matt, it's always yeah. a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Really, it is. Hey, follow Matt. Um, Matt's, Matt's a good on social follow media. On Twitter. He really is. Uh, bright and passionate. Uh, He's I, funny, too. I, just one thing. He, he writes this. This is the last thing he says. Human history is the long story of God's faithfulness to scaredy cats. He has never failed one of his own, and he won't end his streak with you. Hasn't he been faithful to you over the course of 10,000 yesterdays? You can trust him for tomorrow. Amen to that. That's not a good word. Trust him for tomorrow. We'll take a break and come back. Uh, We're just getting underway here on the ride home. So thanks for being with us. Look for us on Facebook. You know where we are on the radio dial. we got lots more ahead. Stick around. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. When you've got water, fire, or smoke damage, there's no debate. You have to vote yellow. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our team is ready to help 24 hours a day. The man, the yellow man. Politics can be, well, dirty. That's one mess Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh can't clean up. But we've got you covered on everything else, from water damage to smoke and fire damage. The man, the yellow man, Service Master. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Upwork has the world's largest network of proven independent professionals, and I have an alphabetical list of them. Accountants, administrative assistants, animators, architects, you get the point. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of of South Coast Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. 
Hi, I'm Jeremy Schaap. You may know me from ESPN's Outside Lines and Sports Center. What you probably don't know is that I've suffered from Crohn's disease for almost 20 years. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America's Take Steps, Be Heard walk program is the largest national walk program dedicated to raising funds and awareness to combat Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. To learn more about how you can help and to find a walk site near you, please visit www.cctakesteps.org. Tonight, cloudy and warm with showers and a low 60. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, windy and warm with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm with a high 70. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and much colder with a low 27. Tomorrow, partly sunny and cooler with a high 43. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Streaming live on Facebook. If you'd like to watch the show, you can log on to Facebook now, 101.5 Word FM, or the ride home with Johnny Kathy. We'd be happy to wave to you. Mm-hmm. Um, share some really good inf- <laughs> Why are you laughing? We'd be happy to wave to you. I mean, I'm waving. Wave. I told you, I am happy to so, wave. John's not happy to wave, but I am. Hot in here. <laughs> there was a thoughtful piece in today's New York Times yep. uh, about a guy named Zach Edler who set out on a rafting trip in the Grand Canyon, out on the water for days, away from phones, an internet connection, and the rest of the world. He started on his trip February 19th. Wow, what a wonderful trip that would be. He's 27 years old, and he set off on a trip with more than a dozen other people for a 25-day adventure, rafting the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon, a trip so coveted it requires a permit won through a lottery. Now listen to this. When they left on this trip, President Trump had recently granted clemency to Rod Blagojevich. Does anyone even remember that oh, that, that happened? Oh, seemed like forever ago. Okay. Rod does. The disgraced former Illinois governor and Bernie Sanders had a double-digit polling lead heading into the Democratic debate that night in Las wow. Vegas. Okay. That's I mean, a long can time you ago. believe that? Cases of the coronavirus were showing signs of decline in mainland China, and the CDC issued its first level one travel notice. It was called Practicing Usual Precautions for Travelers Heading to Hong Kong and Japan. Okay. So when they landed last Saturday, March 14th, they took their last paddle strokes on their tremendous vacation. Mr. Edler and his friends were some of the last people on the planet unaware of what all had happened. So they had no cell phones nothing. on the they trip. They had no cell phone. They had no cell service. Wow. There was nothing. So they were met by a man named Blaine who worked for a rafting company out of Flagstaff, Arizona, and he had one question for them. Hey, have any of you been in contact with the outside world? The answer was no. No. No, they hadn't. Aside from a few one-way text messages sent to family saying, hey, we're good. You know, I have no cell service, blah, blah, blah. They had not heard anything. So he gave us a look, sighed, and then told us what was going on. Right? Half of us... Mr. Edler said, thought he was joking. They thought he was making it up, right? They said, here's like some old river guide who's like pulling our leg and we haven't seen many humans other than the 11 of us. And so, you know, whatever. Now, they just spent 25 days together in a a Mm -hmm. raft. Right. Like shoulder to shoulder. Right. Separate six feet, please. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, after they got out of the river on Saturday, the group packed up their rafts and gear quietly and got in their vans to drive out. Mm. Purposefully, every one of them, without talking about it, Left the radio off. Yeah. Because they didn't want to know. Because there's they, that fear. There's that anxiety. Yeah. They wanted to extend the blissful yeah. ignorance of the trip 
a little longer. Mm-hmm. 90 minutes later, when they picked up a cell signal, all of the text messages started pouring in. <sighs> the first one, this guy whose uh, last name is Thomas said, was from my mom. It was like, listen, you need to text me the second you get this. The world has gone crazy. Another rafter's family texted that the supermarket shelves in California were bare and urged the group to stock up on, get ready for this, rice, beans, dog food, and toilet paper. Mr. Thomas says, we're sitting here in the van trying to piece the world together. What does a toilet paper shortage mean? We're saying to each other, why is everybody out of toilet paper? We need TP. Another one, last name Knack, says it was a feeling of disbelief. How did we go from paradise to hoarding rice and beans? In 90 minutes. Right. Another rafter searched Amazon by phone for toilet paper and saw it wasn't available. That's when it got real. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. Anyway. So there's something to be said. No, they were on the Colorado River mm-hmm. with no cell phone Nothing. connection. Nothing. What a lovely trip. And to be jarred like that in a yeah. matter of that amount of time. It's a really good piece by Charlie Warzel. Um, Where is it? And it's in uh, the New York Times today. But it ends with talking about how they're doing now that they're back and what it's been like. It says, reentry has proved surreal for the rafters. Mm. Um, when Mr. Edler went to pick up his mail, he said that his post office was closed. Mm. And he, of course, didn't expect that. He had, there was no meat in the supermarket. And he's a teacher. And his job was suspended. On hold. Right. So he had, Now, Mr. Thomas, another person who I've already um, spoken of, is also now back in California. He's worrying about his family's health. And he says, I've tried to purposefully, since I've been back, stay away from the full fire hose of news. He said, I've been texting with the other people on our trip about how this has been a total mind bender. I'd really love more than anything to be back in that canyon right now. You got that right. But you cannot go back. Okay, so that's a really great phrase, the full fire hose of news. Which is what we all are are often submitting ourselves to on a daily basis. Now, that's our choice. We can decide to step back. We don't have to watch every presidential press conference. We don't have to read all the news reports. We don't have Mm -hmm. to do that. I think part of emotional health is deciding for ourselves how much is too much. Right. And for you, how much is too much? Have you been at the fire hose? I Yeah. evening uh no i actually don't go to the fire hose in the evening the one thing i am determined not to do and again this is an individual choice i do not read anything about symptoms Mm -hmm. of the virus i don't so if i start to feel sick then i'll look it up right but i am not doing that now because i'll freak myself out i'll start to develop things i don't have and i I think it's stupid right right Somebody was saying, you know, if you think, uh, and this is this. But other people truth. are fine with that, and they wouldn't be bothered. Oh, please, I'm sure people are taking their temperature on a regular basis, right? Right. I have uh, not done that. Okay, let me, let me finish I. with this. Okay. Uh, Mr. Edler, who's the person I spoke of at the very beginning of this piece, he said, we rafted the Grand Canyon, so of course there are no regrets at all. No way. Some people wouldn't like this, but I loved blissful mm, ignorance. I bet. He said, it allows you to enjoy the beauty of life. For him, he says, the last week was the rarest form of adventure, precious stolen days to postpone a dire reality. (laughs) We had so much fun, he said. We lived in the moment. We were some of the only people in the world who had no idea, and I liked it better then. Yeah, that sounds like a lot like heaven. Wait, so you're saying that this trip is so coveted, you've got to get into a lottery to have this. Right, and so they were so thrilled to be on it in the first place. It seems like everybody who at least was cited in the article enjoyed it to the full, and now that they're back, they think that was some kind of little jewel that we were involved in. So to do that, I wonder if, you know, 
you're hiring someone or, you know, someone's got to be your guy. Someone guide. has to be navigating you through that, right? So you're, that person. A bunch of amateurs aren't going down the Colorado so, River no. in a raft for all those days. So if you're that person or persons, you come back up for air, hear the bad news. What's your first choice? I'm going back I'm going under. back out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they, they thought, there's a portion of the yeah. article where they say, should we stay out here? Like, yeah. is it better to just stay out here? And then they all said, well, well we have families, we have jobs, like we no, can't, can't, right, we can't right. do that. And so they decided not to, but that was a, that was a, a choice they made. Sure. And then they thought, well, we don't have a, enough food. We don't have enough supplies because we've, you know, it's a 25 day trip. It's not like we brought enough stuff for 60 right, days. Right. So what about people like, you know, who live in rural Alaska? Right. Um, so I saw a thing the other day, uh, Ocracoke, uh, which mm, is a, right. an island that in North Carolina. That you love so much. I do. So Ocracoke has passed a resolution that it's in Dare County, North Carolina. They're saying we're not going to accept ferry service from outsiders. You have to have a resident mm. pass to get on the ferry. So essentially, they're going to cordon themselves off. And I'm sure there are, there are communities that have the ability mm-hmm. to do so. Mm-hmm. It's not a hoity-toity, you know, wealthy community. These are pretty much regular people, but no one's been sick there. Is that even a and thing so that they, they wanna, could do that? They want to keep it that way. Right. I don't know. But I heard about Zach Edler, and I thought, man, it must have been nice to be on yeah, that It sure trip. must have been, yeah. Holy smokes. Try not to fear, right? Yeah. Put your trust in the Lord. Yep. We'll take a break. Oh, hey, wait, look at that. I'm ju- jumping ahead. You don't have to jump all the way over there because we have new uh, situations here in the studio. Very nice. Find us on Facebook if you want to see the new situation in the studio. <laughs> 101.4 FM on Facebook or the Ride Home with John and Kathy. We're going to talk about the things that bring us comfort during these weird times. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. And now we come to the end, and God is summing up this book that deals with the doom of the devil, the destiny of the dead, and deals with the triumph of the Lamb. As the days grow gloriously dark, join Adrian Rogers for the dramatic conclusion of the Triumph of the Lamb series, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. You invest in things that are important to you. Whether it's your home, your car, or your mattress, you want to know that you are getting the best product at a fair price that will meet or exceed your needs. At the Original Mattress Factory, our factory direct model and knowledgeable sales staff are here to help. We'll walk you through the process and ensure that you get a high-quality product at a price that works for you. Visit OriginalMattress.com or a store near you to see the OMF difference for yourself. 
The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Thanks for being with us. Uh, people are uh, logging on to our, our Facebook page and saying, hey. <laughs> and uh, listen, uh, I've gotten some feedback about yeah. the tie. Yeah, we're concerned about the tie. We feel like we need to open up the uh, decision-making process to a larger audience. Okay, now here's the deal. This is the absolute truth. Uh, P.S. Pre-streaming. Mm-hmm. The olden days. Pre-streaming. Yep. Um, well, I mean, we looked fine. We were wearing business casual. We didn't look good. We didn't look bad. I mean, oh, there no. were days. There were days. There were days that look. Were, our, you know. our boss is probably watching this and saying, uh, "I Step beg to up. differ." Okay, so now that we're you know we're here, we are. We're trying to put our best camera. foot forward. In other we words, are. and you and you, Kath, you you presented very well. I try. You do. You, I mean, people, we're doing the best we can. I mean, I d- first day of spring. Kath is wearing this floral print here. She looks like a million. Bucks. I want to salute all the flowers that are just ready to pop up and make us all happy right. again. No, me. I, I've been struggling with this whole thing. I, look at me. <laughs> this is what it is. You reach a point in your life where you go, okay, okay. The the vanity thing, that ship has sailed. My twenties, my thirties, even oh, my forties. But then, as you know, you kind of go, you know, the curve doesn't, you know, peak anymore. The curve tends to go down. So now I'm kind of playing catch up. I, I really don't think that's the case. It's a true. So there I am, like this, and I, I thought, well, I'll just, I'll make a tie. I'll put a tie on. That'll, sure. That'll help. That'll you know dress. how to tie a tie for crying out loud. I've worn ties since I was sixteen or you know right. younger. You know, dressing up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it mean anything? I, don't, I mean, people are people are weighing in on Facebook saying that they want John to lose the tie. Lose the tie. I don't feel like you should lose the tie. I like the tie. I like the fact that it's the casual tie. No. It's not the fully buttoned up tie. Lose the tie, gain the glove? No. We're eh? done with the glove. Look, we've disinfected this whole place so many yeah, times. The okay. glove, it's, forget it. Seriously, it is hot in here. I'd be happy to what, lose so the now tie. You want, what, what, what if people say they want you to keep the tie? Then I'll tie the tie. Okay. Because I'm, so, you know, I'm so wishy-washy. Look at you me. don't care anyway. <laughs> lose the tie. Crying out loud. And then I can so you didn't even wait. Button. You didn't even wait to hear from anybody. I'm not even. Who cares? Good heavens! Okay, wait. There we go. All right, we saw this article in the New York Times. Uh, it's by Elizabeth Egan and uh, Tina Jordan, and they talk about famous writers and the things that they themselves read that bring them comfort in difficult situations. Which is fascinating. I think it's really fascinating. When you're talking about people who write for a living and you see what it is that they read and in moments of stress what they go back to. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, so what about the the one who reads uh, The Princess Bride? I love that book. Okay. I love that movie. I love everything about it. Me too. The book itself is like... 
it's so a tiny. Right. You can read that book in yeah. two hours right. if you wanted to. Right. And it's so delightful. It is. And you can imagine uh, Columbo reading it to you. Right. And the cool thing about it is the book is so beautiful. But when the movie was made, I think, oh, they're going to screw this up. They're going to make them. They, they did, did not. not. They made it. They, they, it's they so followed along. Great. So, of course, you would find comfort in The Princess Bride, yes, right? Yes, exactly. So it made us start to think about the things that we would read or watch or listen to that would bring us comfort. Now, someone has already weighed in. Um, someone – now, hold on. There are so many comments here. Um, Wendy says, Bible journaling and eating chocolate pudding. Oh, Bible, that's a good combination, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's doing it at them at the same time. Right. Do you like chocolate pudding? I love it. Me too. I would eat it every day mm-hmm. if I wasn't concerned about fitting in my pants. Growing up in the uh, the Hull household, that was our go-to dessert. Was it the Jello Instant Pudding, or was it the one my that you have to beat it, for a long time? She made it over the stovetop. Okay. I mean, I remember sure. just seeing her. The cook and, and serve. I never made it. Of course you not. Know. But I remember we, we, we had dessert every night. So that made an appearance at least once a week. I love pudding. I do too. Absolutely. My kid Mm. got sick recently and, you know, it was like some sort of surgery they had to go through, no big deal. But, you know, in recovery, I was like, what do you want at the store? He said, can I have some jello pudding? And I was like, whoa, I haven't had chocolate pudding. So I went to the store and bought like a six pack of pudding. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Isn't that delicious? How about tapioca? Uh, It's a little too sweet. Okay. It is. What about rice? I love rice pudding. You uh-huh. go to a nice restaurant and they have rice pudding on the uh, dessert menu. Oh, please. Do you know who can make some good rice pudding? Tell me. The people of Indonesia. Really? Yes. Oh, you were having that rice pudding. I had it multiple times. Was it warm? It was, well, one place it was warm, one place it was cold. With milk? Uh, Not additional milk. Okay. But they serve like a, they serve like a vanilla syrup that they put on top, which I do. really didn't like. No. They seem to like it very much. Hmm. Anyway, what what things bring you comfort? Yeah. Okay. So um, I was thinking about the things that I'm currently reading, right? Um, and I, I was looking at my uh, uh, my uh, bedside table. So right now, I, someone sent me this book, which is incredibly beautiful. Um, uh, it's called Fair Jesus, and okay. it is this this brings me comfort. I like to look at the great masters, the painters, mm. interpreting Jesus. So I've got a, p- a coffee table book of Rembrandt. So do I. I have the same book because we got it at the same place. Oh, right. Isn't that a wonderful book? I look at it often. I love it. The different yeah. facial expressions. That's actually on my list. That Rembrandt book is on this list. Okay. Yeah, so that. And, and this Fair Jesus is like that book. It's smaller, but it's the Italian Renaissance painters mm. and their interpretation of Jesus in all sorts of you know gospel narratives. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely beautiful. So that, that's one of the things. Um, I've also been... Um, Reading a book on this is this is comforting to me. I, and isn't it weird if you're a believer and you know you're diving deeper into this? If you would tell someone, oh, I'm currently reading a book that is essays on Good Friday. Okay, which I love. It gives it's um, it gives me great comfort. It's called Death on a Friday Afternoon. It's a Newhouse. Well, why wouldn't Richard John Newhouse? Yeah. Why wouldn't we want to rejoice in the fact that we have a God who chose specifically to suffer and live in this world? Right. I mean, there's no other there's no other believing group on the planet that can say that that yeah. their God chose to enter into human form to experience the sufferings that we know. And it's so I mean, it's beautiful, the most beautiful and so powerful. Thing. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. 
It should be our hope in every circumstance. Yes. Yes, that's great. I love that. I'm also reading um, historical drama. I, I, I've been slowly reading this. You know, again, you know, at nighttime, you know, it doesn't so, take me I'm long really to fall tired. asleep. I'm really it, tired. So I'll read literally three pages a night. I've been reading Out of This Furnace. Thomas Bell. Oh, okay. For about a month and a half, and I've read this. I read this. And you're on page sixty. <laughs> pretty much. You ever read the book? No. Nope. Oh, please read this book. Really? It is fabulous. I mean, it is the story of immigration here in the city of Pittsburgh. It is a great book for the time. Okay. And it's more. I'm, I bet the book is a hundred years old. Okay. Out of this furnace, Thomas Bell. It's All a right. fabulous, fabulous it. read. Yeah, it gives me comfort. Those those things. Now at nighttime, if I'm going to watch video. I'm watching old movies. Mike, of course, I've talked about this many times. I'm going to Turner Classic. Uh, last night, so Turner Classic always does like a star of the month. The star of this month is an odd choice, but it's a great choice. It's Joe E. Brown. Mm. You know Joey mm-hmm. Brown? The no. Com- oh, Joey Brown. I mean, what a great comedian. He was a massive star in the in the late 20s and the early 30s. This big face. I, I, do yourself a favor. Uh, type in Joey Brown and look okay. at his face. This gigantic face. And these crazy, like all these vaudevillian performers who were able to rise from vaudeville to the movies. Great physical oh, yeah. Right. I did not know that that was Joey his name. Brown. Now, sure. here's, the, here's the cool thing about Joey Brown. What a goofy face. I love oh, it. Oh, fabulous face. His so Joey Brown was a minor league ball player, and he uses that physical skill. He did a whole a movie about baseball. But his son, Joe Brown, was the general manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates from 1960 to 1972. Stop it! He won two World Series with the Pirates. He won the '60 World Series and the '71 World Series, and that's Joey Brown's son. That's amazing. It's cool, yeah. So it, you know, I'm watching. The thing about Turner Classic is they always. They surprise you. There's film wire. There's westerns. There's action adventure. You know, uh, there's they're going into modern day stuff. You know, mm-hmm. modern days. You know, seventies, eighties. You know, not really. You know, last year. But movies are just a great sense of comfort to me because I understand the mechanics of them. I see, you know, I love the the idea of cinematography. I love dialogue. I love chemistry. I love scenes. I love settings. All that. Movies give me credit. I can easily, I could quickly lose myself in a whole afternoon of just watching movies, a whole day of watching movies. What about you? Well, if I was watching, if we're sticking with movies right now. Yeah. I would not be picking any of the ones you're picking, which isn't a surprise no, because no, we're different. Yeah. I would pick movies that I have loved for years that I have seen – because we're talking Multiple about times. comfort, right? So we're thinking – these are the things that I can't wait to go back to. Okay, you're going to watch Harry, which, Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally, right. clearly. Some rom-coms. While you were sleeping. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock. Sleepless in Seattle? I, lo- I don't like Sleepless in okay. Seattle. I'm not a fan, but I love While You Were Sleeping. I absolutely love You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks oh, yeah. and Meg Ryan. I think it is a, an, a classic – um, just the other night, I watched Much Ado About Nothing, Kenneth mm-hmm. Branagh and Emma Thompson, yeah. my favorite Shakespeare translated to film. It is the most delightful, uh, light, winsome, beautiful collection of silliness and love. Oh, my Fabulous. gosh. I love it. Okay. How about The Importance of Being Earnest? Oh, my yeah, all-time sure. favorite play. Is it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oscar Wilde. There is a movie version. <laughs> There's a movie version of that starring Colin Firth. Uh, and Rupert Everett. Yes. 
that Good is one. 10 out of 10. Wonderful. We, uh, As a family, we've probably watched it 15 times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In fact, I feel like I want to watch it tonight. <laughs> I love it that much. Great. And then I, I was thinking about music on the way in because I, I do not listen to the news on my way to work. So I always put on something different. Sinatra at the Sands. I played Sinatra today coming in. You did not. I did, driving in. I got off the elevator and I was bellowing Sinatra walking down the hall. See, doesn't that make you feel better? Of course it does. Because it's this mix of great emotion. Of course, the big band oftentimes. I mean, I've got you under my skin. Quincy Jones arrangement. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm a big fan. Okay. Um, Also, I've been listening to Fred Hammond lately, who's my very favorite worship leader Mm -hmm. of all time. I went back and pulled out Pages of Life, which is a double CD. There's a studio CD and a live CD. The live CD is way better. I love... I think Fred is just so gifted, mm. not just in the music, not the feel, not just the words, but everything he says, everything he is the he is the total package. Wonderful. Of if if I could aspire in my worship leadership to be one one thousandth really? of Fred Hammond, that is how that's how much I value him. So anyway, I would go Fred Hammond. Uh the other thing I would do is mm. I would sit down and watch Psych. Psych. Mm-hmm. I have no connection to that whatsoever. You are missing Psych. out. You are missing really? out. Psych is the funniest, most ridiculous TV show no in kidding. modern times. What? You mean like better than The Office? Better than It's not Parks and better Rec? than The Office and it's not better than Parks and Rec. It's different because it's a different format. Okay. So it's a comedy, but it's kind of in a dramatic Really? Is it streaming? Streaming on Amazon. Okay. If you're looking for a lighthearted thing, and you have to give it a little time. You can't watch the first episode and say, oh, no, no, I don't like it. Oh, really? You have to delve into it a little longer, kind of like Parks and Rec. The first season of Parks and Rec doesn't really draw you in, but you get into season two, and they are like on a roll. How many seasons are on site? I think seven. See, because don't you like the idea of falling into a something really good that's long, and you've got? Are you kidding me? Oh of course God. I do. That's uh, why I also think that everyone should watch Bosch, which is streaming on Amazon. Yeah, it's not a, it's not necessarily a feel good, but he's the most compelling Harry character. Bosch. Don't you love him? I love Harry Bosch. Titus Welliver. Yeah, oh my that's gosh. a that's a great, great, great series. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you guys. What are the things that bring you comfort that you are coming back to? And if you haven't mm-hmm. gone back to them. Up to this point, maybe you will. Maybe yeah. hearing us talk will say, you know what? I really should sit down and watch that movie or listen to that right. CD. I'll tell you what I'm going back to. What? Chocolate pudding. I'm doing that tonight. I am making some chocolate pudding. I seriously am. Do you have chocolate pudding at home? Oh, I'm sure I do. I have some. Yeah. I totally have some. <laughs> I do. All right. If I don't have it, would you bring a box? What about if there's no Cool Whip? Do you care? No. Because it's just, you're going in for the chocolate. If there is Cool Whip, will you put it on? Yeah. Because if there's Cool Whip, I'll, you know there's Cool Whip in the uh, office fridge? No, but I don't think any of us should be sharing food right now. It's inside an aerosol can. You wouldn't no, well, that's that? not Cool Whip. That's like oh, Ready it's, Whip. It's Ready Whip, yeah. Oh, see, I don't like that stuff. Mm, no, nummy, nummy, no, nummy. no, no, no. That's good stuff. Like, I'm, I'm advocating Cool Whip. Like, it's some natural substance. Yeah. It's like 100% chemicals, but it's, it's okay. delicious. It's comfort. And that's what we need. I find that patients just want to be heard. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. That takes time to sit down and listen to what the patient has to say. Listen to their past experiences, because that's all important in how I then present treatment to them, formulate a treatment plan for them, and how we move forward with their treatment at our office. My mommy is a really good dentist, and she'll take good care of you. Harry Highway in Wexford. 
at StockFamilyDentistry.com. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Hi, this is Joe Belanti with J&D Waterproofing at 1-800-BERRY-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-BERRY-DRY. That's 1-800-BERRY-DRY to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family owned and operated since 1939. Have you been to uh, your local grocery store lately? Mm-mm. You have not? No, I went to the Strip earlier in oh, the week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't been to the grocery store. Okay, well, this uh, article from the uh, Wall Street Journal. No lucky charms, plenty of okra. It depends where you live in the country of what's around, okay? All right, we're out of lucky charms. In Atlanta, lucky charms are gone, right? Black-eyed peas, which is shocking. You think they'd be gone, but apparently black-eyed peas are, are available. abundant. Right. Okay. Um, you can only eat so many of those. Black-eyed I, peas. Yeah, black-eyed peas to me... I'm not a fan. Or a fibrous filling type of thing. Yeah, just not for me. I like them in small quantities. Uh, the Beyond Meat is not flying off the shelves anywhere. That's because nobody wants it. Nowhere. Because it's bad. Okay, uh, if you're a vegan, you're in great shape. Mm-hmm. Because apparently there's a lot of vegetables. Yeah, right? the pro- my husband was at a grocery store last night. He said the produce section was Wasn't completely good stocked. Mm-hmm. Good to go. Yeah. But the meat counter was not. The uh, bread section, a lot of bread in different parts of the country, gone, but snack cakes aplenty. Little Debbie's, you're good to go. If it gets to the point where I'm existing on Little Debbie, it'll be like I'm 15 again. No, no. If I'm, Don't you have like visions, like apocalyptic visions of like, you know, me like somewhere in the basement eating like a ho-ho? Yes. No, they didn't make, no, no. Little Debbie was uh, Swiss cake rolls. 
I like a little Debbie. I I'm do. happy to Aren't have they one good? of them. Oh, yeah, they are. I wonder if they are good now. I mean, I say they're good because I remember how much I love them, but if I ate them now, would they still be good? Yes, they would be. I guarantee you I they would know. be. I don't know. I'm not sure. But what if like that's all you had? What if you had to like eat little Debbies for like 6 months? Can you <laughs> exist on those weird like purple coconut things? What coconut thing? You know those purple coconut, or maybe those were Hostess. They were like shaped like little Twinkies, but they were purple. I don't or remember like those. Reddish. I, you remember oh, those? They oh, had, I do yeah, remember those. Yeah, they had those. coconut on top. Yeah, I think yeah. they had cream inside. I would eat those. I don't think we want to exist on those though. Six months, you come out alive. You go, oh, good. Oh boy, my my complexion is so bad. I got a massive zit. Everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, tune in, and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Trump administration has upgraded its warning to Americans against all international travel as the coronavirus outbreak spreads. The State Department issuing a new alert urging Americans not to travel abroad under any circumstances and to return home if they are already abroad unless they plan to remain overseas. Congress working urgently to fashion a $1 trillion measure to prop up households and the U.S. economy amid the outbreak. The White House is proposing to send Americans first-round checks, potentially $3,000 for a family of four. Stocks are closing with solid gains on Wall Street today. After shaking off a rocky start, the trading was still bumpy, but nothing like the wild swing seen in recent weeks. The Dow gained 188 points today, the Nasdaq up 160, the S&P 500 picked up 11. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? Solo tomates con tortilla. Only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to that whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months. Feeds a family of four, food for a year, and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say food. Dial pound 250 and say food. Dial pound 250 and say food. Or give online at wordfm.com. At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that selecting your new mattress is a decision that's too important to rush. You should only purchase a mattress when you're ready, and you're assured you got the best value. That's why we offer our lowest and best price to everyone, every day. You don't have to wait for a holiday weekend, haggle with a sales associate, or face the pressure of a today-only sale. You can take your time and make a choice that is right for you, knowing that you'll always get our best price. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't just have a low-pressure sales approach, we have a no-pressure sales approach. At OMF, you'll never feel pressure to buy when you're not ready. You can feel free to shop around, test out our mattresses as many times as you need to, and quiz our team on anything about the mattress industry. We're here to help make your mattress buying experience better, not pressure you into a purchase you're not ready to make. 
Stop by an OMF store today to experience the no pressure original mattress factory difference for yourself. Hey, this is Laura Story. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? After you prepare your heart with worship led by Michael O'Brien and myself, Alistair Begg will be sharing from God's Word, and together we will renew our vision, purpose, and connection with Christ. We'll let Scripture steer our hearts as we explore God's eternal truths together. Salem Media Group presents The Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Tonight, cloudy and warm, with showers and a low 60. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, windy and warm, with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm with a high 70. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and much colder, with a low 27. Tomorrow, partly sunny and cooler, with a high 43. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, greetings. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. The 5 o'clock hour is a Thursday. I wonder how your week's going. <laughs> My week's going great, John. Is that, or were you not asking me? <laughs> I mean, you know, just run-of-the-mill week. Nothing going on. You didn't really care good. about that. Here's how you know, uh, at least here at Word FM, and my guess is, if, if you're working in an office still, uh, people often bring in food. All right? the time. And the food always disappears. Mm-hmm. Not this week. Not today. Somebody brought in these cookies. This is what kills me. Uh, these are seasonal sprinkles. Seasonal? They look like they're from fall. They're, se- <laughs> they're seasonal sprinkles. They pro- Have they not been on the counter since October? No, they arrived today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they arrived today. Okay. And, uh, okay. I bet that tastes terrible. It's pretty bad. Yeah, okay. I don't need that. All right, I'm glad you tried it out, though. That's good that That's we did that horrible. in there. Right, if you want to see how terrible that cookie That's looked, horrible. you can find us on Facebook. We're streaming live, 101.5 Word FM, or The Ride Home with John and Kathy. You can watch the show. You can send us your greetings or whatever. I'll be happy to respond as I am able. But <laughs> Why did I do that? I don't know. You told me ahead of time, Kath, I'm going to do this. Uh, and I said what I always say, okay. Because <laughs> it's not like you're going to really listen. Worst, or, no. yeah. Okay, so an article in uh, National Review today by Michael Brendan Dougherty, yep. the COVID-19 downplayers and the doomsayers. Mm-hmm. So the article is basically about the people who have maybe overreacted and the people who may have underreacted. We need them both. We, I think we do. Yeah, I agree. Give it to me. I really think we do. Okay, so um, I- I'm reading something similar from Jerry Falwell Jr. to Dr. Drew, five coronavirus doubters. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dr. Drew, remember Dr. Drew? I never no. watched the show. No. Yeah, he was um, a celebrity addiction specialist. Oh. Right? It was All like, right. you know, it might have been on like the same time we're on. Okay. Right? And, 
you know, one horrific, sad story after another. Anyway, apparently, <laughs> Dr. Drew was taken off, uh, off the air when um, he speculated in 2016 that Hillary Clinton might be seriously ill. Oh, is he the one who said that she like she was coughing or uh-huh. something, or had mm-hmm. fa- yeah had fallen or? Yeah, so he was taken off the air. Now he's got a new um, online show, mm. which um, for the last several days, Rob Schneider. Remember, you know Rob Schneider, Dukes of Hazard. No, no, Saturday Night Live. Uh huh. Is it wasn't Rob Schneider from Dukes of Hazard? Mm. He was the blonde Schneider, one, right? Schneider. No, no, I don't think so, Mike. No, Mm-mm. no. What's that guy? The blonde guy. I don't know him. What's his name? Again, another show I didn't watch. <laughs> Did okay, watch, anyway. Mike, Mike, did you watch Duke's Hazard? John Schneider. Thank you, hey, Mike. Yeah, Thank you, right. Mike. Isn't Schneider in uh, Three's Company? Or the, uh, uh, no, the, that, that's... Uh, the, he's the, isn't he the janitor? No, it wasn't no, Three's the, Company. It was the um, <laughs> it was the, the show from that. <laughs> this is the worst collection of things Schneider. we don't know I've ever heard. All right. <laughs> things we don't know I've ever heard. Okay. Oh, Schneider. That was on One Day at a Time. One Day at a That's it. <laughs> Isn't that in parallel with Three's yeah. Company? All right. right, I'm with you now. Okay, yeah. thank you. Please go on. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the comedian from SNL, not related to the janitor, uh, Rob, <laughs> Rob Schneider, was filling in for Dr. Drew. He's opposed to mandatory vaccines for kids. Okay. Um, he said the whole thing is just politics. This is not affecting oh, people or healthy. Sake. He said, "I'm going to go. I'm going to go find a restaurant that's open and sit down and have a meal." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. Don't do that. Don't Please do don't that. Do good that. grief. Don't make a political point. It's just ridiculous. what you're smarter than somebody. Yeah. I mean, come on. I don't think so. Come on. Okay. So I think a lot of it has to do with personality. I think there are certain personalities that are. You get your hands off me. Don't tread on oh, me. Yeah, I'm an independent soul. Don't you tell me what to do. Of course. I know better for myself and my family. And, you know, I don't want your governmental overreach. I think that that's sure. one perspective that ends up, you know, kind of urging people towards saying this is this isn't really that big of a deal. And, of course, the media has done themselves no no favor oh my because the president is truly correct more often than not about this hashtag fake news. Right. I mean, they're working overtime on this guy. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. has and they have bled tried, from him into every right, other area. And they area. have tried to blame oh. everything related to this on the president. No. I am so sick. I don't buy that. I am so sick of people blaming elected officials for what's going on. Mm-hmm. Look, no one knows how to handle this. No one is making all the right decisions. But I do believe that we owe it to each other to give a modicum of respect and grace as we all try to navigate this together. Yeah. I mean, only God sees everything. I don't believe that, you know, whether you consider there to be a delay or not Mm -hmm. in the process, uh, we have to just go along and trust the officials that we've elected to do the right thing. And And the government itself, the machinery behind the elected officials, I believe, is really solid Mm -hmm. and will eventually figure this out. I think there's an excellent partnership that I am watching develop between the private sector and the public sector. I think this is something that will provide all sorts of success in a whole bunch of different areas if we're able to maintain that. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited about the uh, the experts that the president has highlighted because I think they seem extremely competent and accomplished. Um, I'm excited about the fact that we are all here and that God has decided that we will live in this time yes and so for whatever our times are whatever our challenges are whether they are personal or they are public this is our time to stand believing in jesus and knowing that he has the keys to death and hell mm-hmm. i mean either, either we believe that or we don't believe it right and this is our time to stand up and say yeah i do believe i agree i mean here at seven parkway center 
I've had multiple conversations, and not because I've gone looking for them, with people who they're they're interested, they're curious. There's a woman About here. God? Yes, I mean, do you know who Regina is? Who works here? She's a woman. Um, I, don't know I see her. She works in the afternoons. Uh, she does maintenance. Fat, she, I saw her today. We stood there and talked, and we were opining about God and mm-hmm. wisdom and truth and love and you know disciple all these things and about her health and what's happening here in America. I love to engage people. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden there it is in front of you, and you're, you're going to church. So there are people that are more than willing and ready to talk yeah. about God and pray with you at the drop of a hat. I think it's also important to realize that whoever it is who's in public, who's either saying this is way too big of a deal or this is an enormous deal, no one's going to be able to be proved right. Do you know what I mean? So if so, if people are saying everybody should quarantine, no one should leave their house, nobody should travel, no one should go to a grocery store, everybody needs to stay in, and then it turns out that in this area or this country, it's not nearly as bad as people are predicting, right. then the public will say, well, you overreacted. Hey. Right. Better to over than under. But do you see what I mean? Sure. The, the, whoever is making public decisions is not going to win. Exactly. We, that's why grace is so important. That's just what it is to be a leader, right? I mean, you, right. you're not going to please everybody. But if somebody under, and I'm using air quotes there, underreacts and say, no, no, everybody go about your business, mm-hmm. and it turns mm-hmm. into a gigantic pandemic with tens of thousands of deaths, then they're going to be blamed for that. Right. So I'm just saying for people who are in that position, it's just it's a it's a difficult place to be. And so let's be as kind and helpful as possible. Without a doubt. And pray for calm and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Right. I also want to say one thing. I got up this morning and the garbage truck went by. Yeah. And I thought uh, to myself, we need it's hard for people to be inside. If you wish that you could go to work and you're not able to and you're going crazy at home with your kids or your dog or your spouse or whatever it is, yeah. I get that. But we have to remember that there are people who are going out every day who are still performing essential services. How about they your cashier? are they are garbage men, they are your cashier, they are your physician or your nurse or Some your guy at McDonald's or your physical therapist or whoever it is. And we need to give them Ooh, some boy. understanding and grace too, because it's very as as a person who goes out every day, I gotta tell you, my whole family stays home and I'm the one that leaves. Yeah. And it's hard. It's weird. How about it wears on you when you drive in and drive home? There's nobody on the nobody. road. Nobody. I mean, seriously, in, in the old days, it would take me a half an hour minimum to get home. You know, now, boom, I'm cruising on the parkway, and I think that's yeah. how it is everywhere. Yeah. And you talked about McKnight Road. I was on McKnight Road the other night. The only time I've ever seen McKnight Road like that is on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. There was nothing open. Nothing. I couldn't. I couldn't get over it. Yeah. I really couldn't. Anyway, we're going to change our focus. Uh, We think it's also important that we talk about things other than the virus. And Chuck DeGroat's going to be with us in a bit. We love Chuck. And he's written a very important work on narcissism. If you've read all the stories about pastors who are abusive, who are mean to their staffs and terrible to their congregants, how does narcissism take a hold in church and how do we get rid of it? That's next on today's Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. What does it mean to become a follower of Jesus? This week, Alistair Begg explains that true discipleship is more than outward change. It requires a radical reversal of the heart through the power of the Holy Spirit. Learn more this week on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. From the moment you met, 
It's as if you were custom-made for each other. Why should your jewelry be any different? Trinity Jewelers is the area's premier designer of custom jewelry that celebrates life's closest relationships, from breathing new life into a family heirloom to crafting a one-of-a-kind original out of nothing but imagination. Trinity's master craftsmen create affordable pieces that tell your own unique story. See how at trinityjewelers.com. This is a special news alert from the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. The coronavirus has dominated the global landscape. Millions are at risk, especially the elderly. Here's Yael Eckstein, President and CEO of the Fellowship, speaking from Israel. The Fellowship is in a unique position that we're on the ground here in the Holy Land and we're in a position to act immediately. The people who've been affected the most have been specifically the elderly. And so the Fellowship has compiled the list of 30,000 of Israel's most vulnerable elderly who don't have anyone else to take care of them. And our prayer is that we're going to be able to bring them food boxes and emergency equipment and let them know during times of crisis that the fellowship is there for them. Join Yael Eckstein for an important Fellowship Family Meeting nationwide conference call on Thursday, March 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern. The phone number to call on Thursday is 1-877-365-5237. More details at ifcj.org. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. This election year, you can vote red or you can vote blue, but yellow is always the right choice. Demand the yellow van when you have water damage and call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Politics can be, well, dirty. That's one mess Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh can't clean up. But we've got you covered on everything else, from water damage to smoke and fire damage. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. The long, painful history of the church is the history of people ever and again tempted to choose power over love. Control over the cross being a leader over being led. Those who resisted this temptation to the end and thereby give us hope are the true saints. One thing is clear to me, and these are the words of Henry Nouwen, the temptation of power is greatest when intimacy is a threat. Much Christian leadership is exercised by people who do not know how to develop healthy, intimate relationships and have opted instead for power and control. Many Christian empire builders have been people unable to give and receive love. Hmm. If you've been a Christian for any time and have attended a church, odds are at some point in your spiritual faith journey, you've met a a leader who is a narcissist. The two, for whatever reason, go hand in hand. Chuck DeGroat is with us. He's written a a brand new book, and uh, we've got it right here. It is uh, called When Narcissism Comes to Church, Healing Your Community from Emotional and Spiritual Abuse. Chuck, we welcome you back to the show. How are you today? Hey, Chuck. I don't hear Chuck. I'm sorry. Let me see. Oh, there you go. Chuck. Hey, Chuck, we hear you now. How are you? Good. I'm with you. Yeah, good. Uh, Thanks. Great to be back. Yeah, our pleasure. Chuck, um, 
people um, who don't understand uh, the definition, give us sort of like, you know, that boilerplate definition of what narcissism is. Yeah. T- typically, when we talk about narcissism, we go immediately to the, the psychological definition, which includes grandiosity, uh, kind of egocentric uh, personality, an arrogant personality, someone who wants to be sort of uh, on stage all the time. Um, now, I in the book, I fuzzy that up a little bit because I say that there are many different faces of narcissism, but that's the that's the caricature that we typically talk about. So, I don't imagine a pastor or a young man or young woman goes into the ministry to be this sort of overbearing, narcissistic, me, me, me personality. But for whatever reason, it, it does draw, the pastoral ministry does draw to um, a, a level of narcissism. Why, why is that, Chuck? Yeah, that's a good question. I've been doing uh, psychological assessments for probably 15 years now, many pastors, and we often see that pastors test in a, in a kind of range of narcissism, not narcissistic personality disorder, but I've got a colleague who says, who would want to, you know, in a world of, of people who don't like public speaking, who not only wants to speak publicly every week, but speak on behalf of God, right? <laughs> Thus saith the Lord. Yeah. And so there's something to that, you know, that... Okay. That, uh, that we speak on behalf of God. Yeah. Do, so when pastors are these uh, are narcissistic, do they know that they're narcissistic? No, I think I think that that's uh, something that they are not aware of, and they're often resistant to hear. Uh, I think part of narcissism is a lack of self awareness, and so particularly when when you're up on the spectrum of narcissistic personality disorder, you've really cut off any sense of self awareness. So. Mm-hmm. So if someone comes to you and says, can I give you feedback about how I experienced you, or you hurt me last week in the staff meeting, there's no sense that they want to engage that conversation in any kind of humble way, uh, perhaps only to save face. I see. But, sir, I, I can imagine, Chuck, now look, I'm not a pastor. I've been to church, you know, for, for decades. But you could imagine how people would become narcissistic you know, upheld wherever they go, their special fawning, and like yeah. you said, you know, they're speaking on behalf of God in some way. You include scholarship and passion. All those things together can lift somebody up and make that toxic person. Yeah, all those things uh, do contribute to that. I think one of the things that I have found in doing this work, too, is that we've got to look at uh, their past. Uh, And oftentimes, people who are narcissistic in adulthood uh, experience some kind of pain in their past. They were bullied, and so now they become the bully. Or uh, they didn't receive the kind of security and affection that they needed, and so now they're clamoring for affection. They're just doing it on a stage in front of 200 or 2,000 or 20,000 people. And and that's where it gets really harmful and toxic. I see. So, Chuck, I'm interested in this connection that Henry Nowen makes, the, the opening quote that you included in your book, which is <clears throat> that people who are narcissistic are demonstrably unable to establish intimacy in relationship. Yeah. Now, it's, so first of all, maybe psychologically you can flesh that out for me. And then tell, yeah. me, tell me why that, like, is that not showing up in seminary? Is it not showing up in the in the testing ground for new pastors? Yeah, I think now I'm spot on. That's why I use the quote, because I, as I was talking about, there's usually some kind of woundedness in childhood, and now they're seeking to get intimacy uh, through, through another means, you yeah. know, through a stage presence, right? 
And so uh, when we talk about narcissism, part of the definition is uh, an impairment in intimacy. Their, their relationships are generally very volatile, and they're also incapable of empathy. So they, they might feign being concerned for you, but they're not really capable of, of uh, experiencing the emotions, the emotions you experience or meeting you in your needs. I see. Uh, there was a second part to your question. What was that? Well, I'm wondering why it doesn't show up in seminaries or why it, or yeah. maybe there's no, maybe there's no assessment tool for it or not <clears throat> enough, yeah, you right. know, uh, 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 therapies or uh, what do you think? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, where, where I've been, I was a pastor for a long time and now I'm teaching in a seminary, and I'm, I'm grateful for what we do to sort of root this out and to, uh, to foster self-knowledge. But I think a lot of seminaries uh, teach people to, uh, to memorize and study the right doctrines, you know, to think the right things, mm-hmm. to answer questions for an ordination exam, and we don't do quite as much on um, spiritual and emotional health, okay. and that's really a shortcoming, and so... That's at least part of it. Our seminaries need to become aware of how they contribute to fostering character, emotional health, spiritual health, humility, and that that, that might be included in the entirety of a, a really good seminary curriculum. Chuck DeGroats with us. He's the author of a brand new book, When Narcissism Comes to Church, Healing Your Community from Emotional and Spiritual Abuse. So, Chuck, um, I wonder, does narcissism and the current scourge of sexual abuse in the church do they go hand in hand in some way yeah i think they do and sadly we we don't have statistics really to to really uh understand how how pervasive narcissism is in the church um but at least in my experience and i like i said uh 15 years of psychological assessments consulting 15 years of being a pastor and seminary professor and therapist i've, I've been around this enough to, to see this go hand in hand, that pastors who abuse are um, are generally narcissistic or on the narcissistic spectrum, and and part of the reason I know that is because you can't hurt another person if you have empathy for them, if you care for them, if you, you long for their wellness, and so um, you're simply uh, at that point you're simply using that person to meet your own needs. Right. So. It- does it go back then? Like, you know, as Kath was talking about, seminary is so full and never been to seminary. There's so many things like that are probably passed by. They're focusing yeah. on the, you know, the preaching and the teaching and all that. But right, the psychological right. aspects, that's not really, uh, probably hasn't been addressed, probably haltingly. Yeah, yeah. And I think seminaries are becoming aware of this. But I think a second phenomenon to realize, too, is that there are a lot of non-denominational churches now and non-denominational networks mm-hmm. where you've got pastors who have no training whatsoever, or they've perhaps done some sort of in-house training, uh, or maybe they were just picked because the, the narcissistic senior pastor thought that they were special, and now they're sort of made in that Im- image. So what we're seeing is a decline in seminary education, I think in part because it hasn't been altogether that effective. And so I, I'd love to see seminaries think about a more effective education or, or holistic education that really addresses these kinds of core yeah. psychological and spiritual needs, uh, which I, I'm really committed to where I am. But I know it's it's not happening a whole lot out there. I see. You know, I, I don't want to beat up on pastors. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel awkward having the yeah, conversation because the demands it's of being a, a pastor calling. are so intense, yeah, and I don't want right. pastors who are listening to hear this oh, and think, boy, these again. people are beating up oh, on us boom, again. Boom, no. you know, 
But, I mean, it's That's such right. a delicate thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you need to have leadership skill. You need to be strong. It would help to have a larger personality in some way to draw people yeah. to you. So you're walking yeah. a tightrope in some way. It, it's such a tightrope. And uh, I know I'm, I'm thankful to be in relationship with so many healthy pastors. Uh, this, this, unfortunately, is, is a kind of reality in the church that in my you know 25 years of being in and around pastoral leadership, hasn't really been addressed uh, in ways that that uh, I think are substantial. Uh, so I I certainly don't want pastors to feel picked on. Um, I know I, five years ago or so, when friends invited me to write this book, I was like, I don't want to write that book. Let's um, <laughs> see why. But there is, yeah, right. There's there's this reality, and I think the pastors that I know who are who are doing it well and are serving with humility uh, long for the church to be whole. And they're just as committed um, at, to, to, to doing the work of, of making the church whole. And that means, uh, you know, w- with a book like this, defining unwholeness, defining ways in which uh, we get crossed up and uh, we hurt one another and we hurt the flock. And so um, I'm, for, I'm for all of you out there, if you're listening, pastors, I love you. I'll, I'll be there for yeah, you. Yeah. I, I don't want to beat up on you. Yeah. Chuck, we're, we're streaming right now, and one of our listeners said this, that he says, I think a major church culture sinkhole is that anyone can have any toxic opinion and do any action as long as they say, quote, God told me. Yes, wow. That's so insightful, and I think that's part of the problem here is I talk about emotional abuse in this, but when we talk about spiritual abuse, it comes with a kind of divine authority. I abuse, you know, using the scriptures or using mm-hmm. my. I've got a master of divinity, and because I've got a master of divinity, that means I know a little something yeah, yeah. that you don't know. And so, pastors can use their influence and their power in relationships. And there, there's such wounds. You, you both know this. You've seen it. There's so many people leaving the church right now, and this is what burdens me is because they don't trust the Church. They don't trust yeah. us as leaders, and they don't trust that they're safe in the Church anymore. And so part of this is, like, let's do business. Let's be honest about ourselves and about our leadership and our systems so that we can heal. Yeah. Chuck, you know, I followed you in your work for a long time, so I can say confidently that you have done, you've done so many things to encourage and help and equip pastors over the years. We're certainly not taking any of your comments (laughs) in any way that's, that's being too hard on pastors. And I do want to show your book to our uh, watching audience. This is When Narcissism Comes to Church, Healing Your Community from Emotional and Spiritual Abuse. And we're talking to the author, Chuck DeGroote. Chuck, we our time's about up, but I do want to ask you about yeah. times like this. I mean, we're all tense, and you know, I I had a meeting this morning. I'm on a, the st- a staff at a local church, and we had a meeting this morning, and everybody's working from home, and we're all on Zoom, and things got tense at one point, and. Um, I, I think that we have to figure out how to navigate that. You know, there's no end in sight. We don't know how long this is going to take. But part of those raised emotions, you know, I, I get it. I mean, I, I feel yeah. I'm, I'm in that. Yeah, we're all disrupted right now, you know, and our autonomic nervous systems are taxed. And uh, you're right. And I think this is a time for us to be, be mindful of, of what's going on in our bodies and our souls and our hearts. Uh, the disruption absolutely disrupts a kind of repetitiveness and a redundancy in our lives and in our worlds, which can actually not be helpful to us thriving. And so if we see this as an opportunity to sort of pay attention a little bit more to 
what we need and how God might show up in our needs, I, I think that we can actually find ourselves growing closer to one another and to God. Let's hope that happens. Hey, Chuck, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for your insight, for your wisdom here today. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Always a pleasure. We're fans. Chuck DeGroat, his brand new work, When Narcissism Comes to Church, Healing Your Community from Emotional and Spiritual Abuse. Take a break. Come back. Uh, hey, we got more. How about nursing homes? All the people stuck in there. We can do something to help ease that isolation. We'll talk about next. For your next client meeting, instead of worrying about where to get lunch, why not relax and get down to business? The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides truly delicious value to satisfy hungry clients and colleagues alike, like their bestseller, roast beef and stuffed chicken breast with mashed or roasted potatoes and green beans, just $10.95 a person. Visit CookedGooseCatering.com slash word and get to work. The Cooked Goose Catering Company, just good food. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. From the moment you met, it's as if you were custom-made for each other. Why should your jewelry be any different? Trinity Jewelers is the area's premier designer of custom jewelry that celebrates life's closest relationships, from breathing new life into a family heirloom to crafting a one-of-a-kind original out of nothing but imagination. Trinity's master craftsmen create affordable pieces that tell your own unique story. See how at trinityjewelers.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. Veterans, this is retired Army Colonel Greg Gatson. In life after the military, it's our duty as veterans to have each other's back. If you recently filed a VA disability or pension claim and have been asked to go to a VA claim exam, I want to make sure you know what to expect. Go to VA.gov and search compensation and pension exam to get the information you need for the benefits you've earned. Your VA claim exam. Know what's next. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Tonight, cloudy and warm with showers and a low 60. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, windy and warm with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm with a high 70. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and much colder with a low 27. Tomorrow, partly sunny and cooler with a high 43. 
With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Okay, so you're stuck inside. Your kids might be stuck inside. Certainly, uh, probably millions of senior citizens are in managed care facilities or nursing homes across the country. They are stuck inside. Right, and they can't get they can't get visitors. No, either. they are isolated. You want to do a kindness? You, your family, start to write cards and letters and send them to the closest nursing home to you. That is a wonderful idea that I never thought of until you told me that today. So much. I mean, there's an article in uh, USA Today. Really good. And they're just saying, you know, there's all sorts of activity directors who are working in managed care facilities. And, you know, they're so busy trying to... How about a, a poem? Oh, right. Photographs. Yeah. Do a drawing. Mm-hmm. Just give a little slice of yourself. Write two, three, four, five, and give it away. Yeah. And then just put them in the mail. Yep. Cost you nothing. Yeah. A small little act of kindness for senior citizens. That is a wonderful idea. Yeah, yeah. Just go online and Google nursing home and put your location in, and you're going to find oh, a thousand gosh. people who would love to hear from you right now. Without a doubt. That's a yeah, great yeah. thing to do with your yeah. time. Speaking of things that you do with your time, uh, New Mike is doing something different with his time than he normally does between 4 and 6 Eastern. He's usually on the other side of the glass, but guess what? The man is sick. Yeah. Now, we don't believe it's the coronavirus. Hey, 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 hey. Here we have instead Classic Mike. Classic Mike makes his video debut. The Classic Mike Cam. Holy smokes. Look, when you started this job doing this like 14 years ago with us, you were never seen on microphone. Never. And you look, he's mute. He right. chooses not. He's like, I will not look. He, but, there's but there no audio is. included at all. And oh. he doesn't like the video. You can tell right now. And look, there's a second he producer. Like that's Aaron. She's producing uh, uh, John Stagerwald's show. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we want to thank you, Classic Mike, yeah. for stepping in. Heck yeah. Because uh, we didn't know about New Mike's sickness. It's a sinus infection. I think we're okay. But he is pretty darn sick. Yeah. We did a video conference. Didn't he look terrible? Horrible. He looked Horrible. really bad. Like, Seriously. Super bad. Here's the thing. Sorry. Mike. Mike is, you know, Mike's in his early 30s, but he looks like he's 16 yep he was kind of like lying on the ground yeah he was like 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 he was at someone's sleepover right yeah i was like you didn't want to dress up for our video conference mike is it is this is this just you is it just me is it hard not to you for to be like sort of for me like fatherly towards mike like no i've I, never you I'm, don't feel maternal towards mike no I do. there are certain not people old not to be mike's mother oh you are if i was a child bride maybe I'm just saying, I do. I when I see Mike, I kind of go, yeah. I look, I look at him, you know. In I don't that, think in that he, vein. he would. I don't think he appreciates that. Yes, he would. No, he me? doesn't. I've met his father. I'll tell you right now, he doesn't. I have met Mike Duffy Senior. Yeah, I, he. I don't and we think look at each other and we go. He didn't give you a dispensation oh, to act on his no, behalf. No, we look at him. We nod our head. We know what we're dealing. Thank with. you to Classic Mike for filling in. You're doing an outstanding job. Thank you to Gary, who's also running video for us today. So mm-hmm. we were able to carry on with the show as usual. We'd love to hear your comments and hear from you. Find us on Facebook, 101.5 Word FM, and watch the stream or the ride home with John and Gathy. Next. We got tips for navigating the coronavirus and staying sane. Yeah, we'll keep you healthy and have some fun in the meantime, okay? Stick around. One oh one point five WORD. So yeah, things are a little weird right now. So at Word FM, we offer a little bit of normalcy to your life. Inspiration will not be canceled. Conversations will not be canceled. The good news of Jesus will not be canceled. Hope will not be canceled. 
Use your smart speaker to stay connected. That's a smart choice. 101.5 WORD. Always open for encouragement. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? Solo tomates con tomate, con tortilla. Only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to the whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months feeds a family of four food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say food. Dial pound 250 and say food. Dial pound 250 and say food. Or give online at wordfm.com. This Lenten season, Bistro to Go is breaking with tradition to keep tradition alive. For the first time ever, Bistro to Go on the north side has fried something. Crispy, flaky, tasty white fish fried a perfect golden brown just for you and your family. Get four for 44 That's four portions of fish fried or baked, plus mac and cheese and coleslaw for just 44 bucks. Order an hour ahead and Bistro to Go will have it hot and ready for curbside pickup straight to your trunk. Feed a family of four for 44 with Bistro and Company. Hi, this is Joe Belanti with J&D Waterproofing at 1-800-BERRY-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-BERRY-DRY. That's 1-800-BERRY-DRY to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family owned and operated since 19. Choosing your child's school is a big decision. You want more than a great education. You need an education partner with high academic standards who respects your values, offers a safe place to learn, and where your child is known individually. For 35 years, Eden Christian Academy has provided ACSI-accredited college preparatory academics and a strong spiritual foundation of character and faith for students in preschool through 12th grade, where they're prayed for, known, and valued for who they are. Learn more at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, happy first day of spring. Uh, Rita's. This is our regular first day of spring. Rita's always gives you a free ice cream. Mm-hmm. As a family, we've done this forever. Not today. No. Because Rita's, have, they've canceled as well. Right. They Everyone. haven't canceled. They've postponed. Postponed. That's different than canceling. But it's first day of spring. Yeah. Happy spring, everybody. Happy spring. All right, so tips for navigating the coronavirus and staying sane. This is a daily segment we're doing on the ride home. And so each day we're pulling out something that might, I don't know, jog a memory for you or give you a different idea or maybe a strategy with your kids or, you know, something communicating with your spouse and not fighting. Okay, let me ask you this Mm -hmm. before we go into these things. Has your family had a fight yet? No. Not at all. No. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Want to go into details? Nope. No, come on. Why are you so investigative you, when it comes to you this? You bring it up. I know, but I wasn't <laughs> looking to, like, tell the tale what? start to finish. I mean, you, like, open the door, like, here's a story 
of people who are fighting. So I go, oh, well, tell me more. Well, because I wanted you to say yes, and then I was going to say yes, and then we could both say, oh, yeah, well, oh, that was not, hard, but we got problem. over I'm going to go home tonight and go, hey, guess what? We haven't had a fight yet. All of a sudden, you know. Have a fight. <laughs> I don't want to fight. All right. No, I don't want you to fight either. Thank I don't you. want you to fight either. Please. I got all these articles that I can't find right now because okay, my wait. stack of stuff is so. Yeah, go ahead. What? Sourdough. <gasps> Here's the deal. Oh, my gosh. Nothing brings a family closer than bread in the oven. It is the greatest smell of all time. It's fabulous. And then that bread comes out. You let it sit for a few minutes. Oh my gosh. And then you open up that butter. Boo! Corona what? <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the Corona? I got some hot bread in my hand. That's nice. You got that. Okay, so that's something that we read about this week that we thought, wow, families could do this. Yeah. You could learn it. My dad was a sourdough bread baker for, I don't know, three decades what? maybe. Yeah. He had the same starter the whole time. Okay, so for people who are un- uninformed, mm-hmm. what is exactly is a starter? Well, a sourdough starter is a mixture of salt yeast, sugar, and the air, uh, the bacteria in the air. And so every sourdough starter is different depending on where you live because of the air that you're breathing. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So the reason that San Francisco is so famous for their sourdough bread is because of where they are. I see. They have the salt breezes. They have a ton of wind. I see. So sourdough that's made in San Francisco does not taste like sourdough made anywhere else. Okay, so then three decades ago, your dad said... I think I'm going to learn how to make some bread. Mm-hmm. And he put those ingredients together. Yes. And then every time he made a loaf of bread, what, 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 what well, happened? Well, you, ha- you have to feed it. Uh, you, it can be inactive in your refrigerator for, I don't know, really? extended period. Like, I don't know, decades. What do you feed there it? Were, you, so you feed it. A zinger. <laughs> not a zinger. The thank you to the person who said that those are those <laughs> little red little Debbie things, you oh, know, yeah. that had like the coconut on top. I don't remember who said that they were zingers, but you are so correct. You're on our stream, yeah. Anyway, I'm not the sourdough bread baker. So oh, I, I you were. No, 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 I'm not. I just watched my dad do it. But you feed it a certain you know, percentage of the flour, salt, and yeast. Uh, I see, I see. Okay. And then so it reactivates. The and it reactivates. And it sits in the fridge, and how big is it? Well, it can be just like that big. I mean, it's it's like a, a liquid, so it can be like this much. I see. Hey, if anybody's watching or, you know... I'd, I'd be curious about this. Wouldn't sure. You? If you're a sourdough bread baker, get in touch with us. Find us yeah. on Facebook, 101.5 Word FM at our video stream like or uh, The Ride Home with Johnny Cathy. So how was your dad's bread? Oh, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. It was absolutely fabulous. All oh, right. my gosh. So I loved it. For, could you could you do a starter tonight and make bread tonight? No. No. I don't think so. Not for sourdough. All right. But I'm talking about something I don't know anything about. Someone save me. All right. And easy. There's got to be easy. Like brown bread, right? Brown bread's a... a uh, okay, now, made... uh, okay, now you're talking about something you don't know anything about. <laughs> Back in the day. We... <laughs> I hate to call you out, but you don't know anything about making bread. <laughs> Nothing. Not a thing. Work with me, Kath. Nope. Just, yeah, just work with me here. Nope. Okay. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I have a couple other ideas other no, than no. baking bread. We're going to talk to some people. Hopefully, you guys can get in touch and we'll, we'll find some more information about sourdough. <laughs> What? That's the worst. It really is. Right, right. Oh yeah. Oh that brown bread segment. Yeah. Oh the, Get it. Oh yeah, we're gonna do yeah, that we're again. Pretend like that <laughs> didn't nothing. happen. Okay. So I saw an article about twelve famous museums who oh, are yeah. offering virtual tours that you can take on your couch. We mentioned the uh the Museum of Paris who just last week decided that they would digitize a bunch of their images so that oh, you can man. look at them online. Because of course 
where people are desperate for things that are beautiful and take you to a different place, especially in times like this. So I want to tell you about these 12 museums because I can't believe all of them. It's not just looking at digital images. These are virtual tours you can take. How right cool now. is that? Are you ready? Yeah. The British Museum in London, mm-hmm. the Guggenheim in New York, mm-hmm. the National Gallery of Art in D.C., yeah. the Musée d'Orsay in Paris, mm-hmm. the National Museum of Modern and Contemporary Art in Seoul, mm. the Pergamon Museum in Berlin, the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam. I'm going to do this tonight because I was in Amsterdam over the summer. Yeah. And the Rijksmuseum tour. is the most spectacular building, and I didn't have time to go inside. Oh, Do you really? know how much I regret that? Yeah, of course I'm you just do. sick about it. Because you'll be back soon. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, which I did spend a whole day in and is spectacular. Yeah. Also, J. Paul Getty Museum in L.A. Uh, there's museums in Florence, uh, in Mexico City. It goes on and on. How about I put this up on our Facebook page? 12 famous museums that offer virtual tours you can take on your couch. Excellent. That's an article by Andrea Romano in uh, some publication that I didn't notate. Uh, I have it from Parents Magazine. Okay. I don't think Mm -hmm. that's where this was from. Okay. It's probably the same article. just got picked up from a different place. Okay. Do you have a favorite museum? Like here, look... Of My course, favorite museum is the Met in New York. The Met, no question. The Carnegie. I mean, I here? love the Carnegie here. I've, I've, I spent hours. I've spent much more time in the Carnegie here. Yeah. But the Met in New York is, mm-hmm. it's a once. It's just fabulous. Yeah. I used to bartend at the at the Met in New York. <gasps> On the roof. Uh, yeah. You for did. Oh yeah, for parties. <gasps> yeah, and you'd get there. I like, would, that you're right in Central Park. Yeah. That must be beautiful up Fa- there. Fabulous. You get there super early. Like you get there like at two o'clock in the afternoon because you're loading all this stuff in. And you just kind of hang out. With oh them. my! Is it? Oh, it's, it's awesome. Really gorgeous. Yeah. Me and my friend Don, we just you know hang out. Oh, would you like a drink, sir? Yeah. That's beautiful. one of my goals. Do, 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 do. Is t- to hang out up there. It's beautiful. Yeah. You could make it. me my Coke with a lemon. Sure, you can have it's that. It's a yeah. very complicated beverage. <laughs> it's very nice. You really have to know something. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um. What else? What? <laughs> I mean, other things that we can do, right? I mean, oh, while we're down, exactly. Oh yeah, okay, oh, yeah. Um, how about this? Um, so everything's being canceled, right? No concerts are going on, um, but there are concerts here and across the world that if you would pay a small fee and support musicians, you it's could be part of this. Idea. It's a great idea. A concert's happening tonight. As oh, a matter of fact, okay. Like in an hour or so, right? Okay. Uh, the Boilermaker Jazz. Oh, yeah. Paul Constantine and the Boilermaker Jazz Band. I know them well. Yeah. Okay. And they've got a concert tonight at 9 p.m., as I remember. They do. Okay. Okay. Let me find uh, my stack here. If you look up the Boilermaker Jazz Band on Facebook, you can see all the details about that. Support your local artists. I believe in that strongly. Yep. Also, I know that my friend uh, Anton DeFate is doing a concert tonight. He's calling it the Happy Sad Hour. So how does this work? I mean, is it just like you log on to someone's site? You, I, well, since it hasn't happened yet, I don't know the actual procedure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm sort of sort of stuck up on my, uh, my sourdough there. Sure. Okay, so if you're looking for live concerts that are streaming, all you have to do is go onto Google, put it in the search bar, and you'll see all sorts of stuff that comes up. But I will tell you, because I've done that over the last couple of nights, because yeah. I'm so interested in supporting uh, as many musicians as I possibly can, social media, to me, is the best place to find the information. So if there's a band that you follow, go to their Facebook page or their Instagram or whatever and find out what's, and, going, on. And find out what's going on because the Google thing just hasn't been panning out okay. for me. All right. How about this? Um, as, f- as far as like can- uh, concerts being canceled, mm-hmm. so I saw an article about uh, when, when the concerts are canceled, uh, you can – 
put on headphones and approximate what you may have seen. So the New York Times had this article, and so um, concert halls are closed. A Brahms Piano Concerto Number 1. It was supposed to happen in New York City over the weekend. It didn't happen. So the New York Times has the entire concert. Of course, it was not recorded this weekend. It was recorded, you know, mm. years ago. Um, down the line, Duke Ellington, Black, Brown, and Beige. Mm-hmm. Do you know that piece? Yes, I do. Fabulous. Again, it was supposed to be in San Francisco. It's been canceled. You go to the New York Times website. They've got the they've got the piece. How about um, uh, Meredith Monk? I don't Do know you, who that is. Meredith Monk is this um, avant garde. I guess it's fair enough. Uh, if you listen to that, it's it's just a really odd, interesting sound. It takes a while to sort of you know if you be so inclined to lean into it. But the point is. Music is out there, whether it's live, as we're talking about, right. like the Boilermaker Jazz, right. right, or already pre-recorded. You can go and find this stuff so easy, and for the most part, other than you know the co- live concerts, it's free. Yeah. Okay. Now, I told you maybe it was at the end of last week that I'm a new fan of Wolfpack, which is oh my gosh. Okay, so I told my kids. I love them so much. Well, this is what we're listening to at our house. Isn't it the happiest oh, music you ever heard? Yeah. Of course it is. So they have a live concert at Madison Square Garden that they did in December. And it is uh, streaming now. It can be watched on YouTube. It will make you happy to be alive. Say the name again because it's Wolfpack, weird. Wolfpack. V-U-L-F-P-E-C-K. What does that mean? It's it's like the German for Wolfpack. V-U-L-F-P-E-C-K. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the only band that this I've ever seen. This is funk music. Funk music. Mm-hmm. They have three clarinetists. Isn't that great? Who, Don't you love that they Three guys on one yeah. stage playing the yeah, clarinet. They're not usually in the band, but they showed up for the Madison Square Garden concert, and they are killing it. It's super happy music. Isn't it? It really is. I really, really And it, it is super funky, too. Yeah, and it's live. And the voices are incredible. Now, it's a recording of a live concert. It's not live happening tonight like the Boilermakers thing that we talked about. Right. But the um, camera's like, right there. But the camera's right and there. And you go, holy smoke, yeah. look at these guys. It's really Don't you love to see masters at the top of their yes. game? Yes. Do you I not think love that? that all the time. I do too. I'm so glad you said that. When you see someone who oh. has reached the apex Boom. of their professional whatever, There's whether this it's ease a, and comfort a, in a their physician mastery. or a doctor or a tradesman or whatever, I love it so you much. think, oh my gosh, you just I, I praise God for the unbelievable array of abilities that He has given to humans. It's Amen glorious. Yeah. So that ten thousand hour rule. Have you heard that? Yes. I think about that a you lot. You think there's truth to that? Yes. I do too. Yes. If you do something enough and enough and enough, and eventually you ingest that. That becomes you. Yep. So you're so comfortable doing that. I mean, and these musicians, Wolfpack, that's the pinnacle of that. Okay, is that on, is that on YouTube? It's on YouTube. V-U-L-F-P-E-C-K. Right. The concert's live at Madison yeah. Square Garden. And they're Americans. Yep. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is Wolfpack. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the first day of spring, talk about signs of spring in your world, and we'll lament the fact that we can't go to Rita's and get our freebie today. Mm, okay. So, But it's not canceled. It's postponed.
Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Mike Badalini for the Retirement and Income Radio Show Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. here on WORD. You can also call Mike Badalini now for your complimentary customized retirement and income kit and 115-page retirement and income book at 844-449-SAFE. That's 844-449-7233. Spring is in the air. Spring is everywhere. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. And spring is a great time of year on both our farm and our store. It kicks off with farm tours, and we just love sharing our farm with all those precious young folks. Graduation party season and wedding and shower season start up now, too. So my sister Jill and her catering crew are on the road in our Red Spring House vans almost every day, delivering homemade country cooking to families all over the Tri-County area. My brother Sam and his farm guys are busy this time of year planting corn and pumpkins and hay, along with getting the cows milked and fed two times a day, too. The Springhouse store crew loves serving all the families that come to visit to enjoy our homemade lunches and suppers, to take a zing down our hillside slide, and to top off their experience with a Springhouse ice cream concoction like a strawberry ice cream shortcake. Come see us and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Upwork has the world's largest network of proven independent professionals, and I have an alphabetical list of them. Accountants, administrative assistants, animators, architects, you get the point. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. An important message from Medicare. Between your doctor visits, taking the right medications at the right times, and following advice from different doctors, managing two or more chronic conditions, like high blood pressure, arthritis, or diabetes can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. Chronic Care Management Services can help you get the connected care you need by connecting the dots between your medical appointments, pharmacy, and hospital visits. Your doctor will work with you to create a care plan and check in with you between visits, keeping you on track, and helping you with your health goals so you can spend more time doing what you love. If you have Medicare, ask your doctor about Chronic Care Management Services and get the connected care you need. For more information, visit Medicare.gov and search for Chronic Care Management. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Ask and you shall receive. Ron has weighed in on Facebook. He says, I'm a sourdough bread maker. And he corrected me. He said, there's no salt or sugar in starter, just flour and water. Okay. I am sorry, Ron. I appreciate the uh, correction. But this... What does the yeast eat? Doesn't the yeast need something to eat? Maybe know. it eats the bacteria in the air? Okay, Ron, we'll be in touch about Chime this. Chime in on that, would you please? Also, Keith uh, texts us and says, Rita's in Squirrel Hill is open today. Uh, he's got connections. His boys work in there. No. no free no, stuff. No free stuff. No free stuff, but he said if we stop by, Tommy's going to throw us something. Thanks, Tommy. But yeah, Rita's is open. That's a sure sign that spring is here. Okay. Okay. I feel good about it. So I'm out in the backyard. Uh, I came home last night, and I'm just kind of like, aren't you curious? I'm walking around just looking at growth. 
I drive home. This is this is the this is so weird. Did I talk about this yesterday? The Forsythia on, on the Parkway. Oh no, East. you told we talked about it on the phone earlier today. Okay, so outbound because uh, I don't see it on the inbound because I'm moving. You know, I'm moving, but it's it's if I'm outbound and I look to my left. Right past the Oakland exit, there is a long, long, okay. thick, heavy row of forsythia. And it is always the first thing that, to me, is like the harbinger oh, of spring. Oh, really? And it's, it's in like, full bloom. It's like what the Masters is for me, or was. Yeah, yeah. No, the forsythia. So the forsythia now in everyone's yard or gardens, right? it's starting to come up. I didn't notice that my forsythia was coming you? up. It's beautiful. Now I'm going to look. Little tiny yellow tendrils all throughout my yard. The buds are popping up. I see all manner of things. Okay. There's an explosion here. All right. Well, I look so forward to here. an explosion of beauty. I feel like Me that's too. something that's going to help all of us. And I hope that everybody who's housebound, that you've got a little patch of green somewhere yeah. that you can go and sit and enjoy yourself because, boy, yeah. that feels so good. Stay well, everybody. Keep hoping, yes. believing in God, and come Praying. back Come back tomorrow yeah. because we'll be happy to do this again. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.